Fizz. Fizz. Let's go. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome to episode 46 of the Fit Fizz podcast. Today's topic is micronutrients. All right, get excited. (laughs) So a while back, I did three episodes, as you might recall, on macronutrients, fat, carbs, and protein. And now I want to cover some basics on micronutrients, which are more commonly called vitamins and minerals and phytonutrients. And as I'm sure you're all aware, they're very vital parts for our health and nutrition. But before I go any further, in case you're new to FitFizz, I'm Kelly Wilson, owner of fitfizzstudio.com, and I am a certified trainer, nutrition coach, behavior change specialist, autoimmune disease educator, and I've worked in the health and fitness industry since O.J. Simpson fled from the police in his white Bronco. (laughs) I am here to help you ditch the gimmicks, find strength through your struggles, give you knowledge for making the smartest choices for your own health, and to remind you to celebrate victory all along the way. The information shared is for educational and informational purposes only. Nothing should be interpreted as an intent to diagnose, treat, cure, heal, or prescribe. Okay, there's so much information out there about vitamins and minerals that I will probably eventually be doing entire episodes in the future on, for example, only magnesium or only B12 and maybe some others. It's really easy to get overwhelmed with details, and this is by no means prescriptive advice, but it's some big picture information to keep in mind that might give you things to look into for any maybe health symptoms you might be experiencing and to think about when you're trying to eat more nutritionally dense foods. And one very important thing to remember that oftentimes with vitamins and minerals, one often works in tandem with another. So if one is low, it could cause another one to be high. Or if you're deficient in one, another one might not work as effectively. And just to name a few common pairs of nutrients that balance each other out and work in tandem like that, magnesium and selenium, that's one pair, vitamin D and vitamin K, and also zinc and copper. And there are lots more, but those are just some examples. And that's one really good reason why it's best for your health if you vary the types of foods that you eat as greatly as possible, especially when it comes to fruits and vegetables, because that is where we get phytonutrients and some very potent micronutrients. Because Getting a whole lot of one micronutrient by always eating the same food can disrupt the balance or absorption of another. Now, as with most things in life, too much of something can become unhealthy, and that goes for macronutrients and micronutrients as well. Micronutrients have this name because we only need small amounts of them, but We also need them in the right amounts too. Having too much or too little can lead to all kinds of things, but it can also even lead to just a crumbling state of health. With any vitamins, minerals, or phytonutrients, it's best to get these naturally from sources of real food, but we can also get them from supplements. And anything that you get from supplements, it's never going to be as high quality or as potent as getting them directly from food for several reasons. But Sometimes there are good reasons to use supplements. And one great example of this is vitamin C. So if I were to ask you for a source of vitamin C, I'd guess that oranges would probably be a pretty common answer. 
And most people know that vitamin C is generally good for boosting your immunity from colds. But if you think of how many oranges you'd have to eat or how much orange juice you'd have to drink in order to get a mega dose of vitamin C, it would end up being quite a lot of calories and quite a lot of sugar. So that's one example where taking vitamin C tablets as a supplement can be a great easy option because then you don't get all that sugar which is probably too much for daily intake. And each person's needs will often be, always be different for uh, micronutrients, but having enough vitamins is essentially what lets us sustain life. And actually the word vita, as in vitamin or vita, is Latin for the word life. And vitamins, they're all, they're, they're needed for all the processes processes in the body, which is not surprising, but for everything like growth, repair, digestion, energy, immunity, and all of the systems in our body and the function of all of our organs. And depending on their chemical makeup, vitamins fall into one of two different categories. They're either going to be fat-soluble or water-soluble. So the fat-soluble vitamins are A, D, E and K, and they make their way through the digestive system and they get to work wherever they're needed by snuggling up to fat based structures of the body, like our cell membranes. And because fat soluble vitamins live in our fatty tissues, they stay in the body a lot longer than water soluble vitamins. And if a person happens to not get enough fat in their diet, they might also begin to have deficiencies of the fat-soluble vitamins because even if you're eating the vitamins, but you're not eating fat, those vitamins have nothing to cling on to in order for your body to convert them into their active form. Now, if you happen to be a person who has low vitamin D, which is pretty common in most parts of the United States and pretty common in the winter months, and if maybe your doctor has possibly told you to take vitamin D as a supplement, there are three really important things to go along with this that, not shocking here, but I have to throw this in, regular doctors will never tell you this. Regular doctors never told me this in all of the many years that they told me I needed a vitamin D supplement. But functional medicine doctors are really good about telling their patients about these kinds of things. So again, as I always say, you, you will get so much healthier from a functional medicine doctor. But a little disclaimer, this is not for, this is not prescriptive advice for, or, but only for educational purposes, wink, wink. But you need to take vitamin D with fat because it's a fat soluble vitamin. And it's best to take vitamin D in the morning. So if you ha wake up, have an empty stomach and you need to take your supplements maybe before you rush out of the house. Maybe you haven't eaten real food. Um, take your, your vitamin D. Take like a, maybe a half a teaspoon or more if you prefer of something fatty like peanut butter or coconut oil. That way the vitamin D is going to be more effective. And do take it in the morning because vitamin D works inversely to melatonin which is your sleep hormone. So if you take vitamin D at night, there is a chance that it can disrupt your sleep cycles or you might not rest as well or as deeply because it's if it's taken too close to when your melatonin peaks, think of kind of like the vitamin D and the melatonin having like a fist fight with each other. They're having like this power struggle and we don't want that. So keep the vitamin D and melatonin separated. And I don't mean if you're taking melatonin as a supplement, but 
just the natural melatonin that your body makes at night to let you sleep. So take vitamin D in the morning. Also, ideally, you want to take vitamin D in a liquid form that also contains vitamin K in order to really maximize the benefits. And the vitamin K helps to lower the risk of toxicity. So like for me, my body doesn't process vitamin D very well. So I take quite a large dose of it. And the the doses that you normally hear from regular doctors, like 1,000 to 2,000 international units, that never helped me until I discovered functional medicine, found out I really needed to take about 20 times that to have an effective dose for my body. And it was about 20 times more than the dose of what regular doctors ever told me to take. And what regular doctors told me to take never seemed to help. But once I found out I could take as much as I do now and with the vitamin K to balance it out because it is such a high dose, it really has helped me. And I might even end up doing a whole episode on vitamin D and other things because there's just so much on, so much on all of that. But moving on to other things for today, water-soluble vitamins, which are all of your B vitamins and vitamin C. So water-soluble vitamins like to cling to protein molecules to be transported and then converted into, into their active forms in order to do their jobs. And because our bodies are always taking in liquid and excreting it out, our bodies don't store water-soluble vitamins for as long. And many, many people are deficient in B vitamins because their bodies can't convert them for whatever reason, or it might be due to persistently taking different types of prescription medications for prolonged periods of time. My body is currently terrible at converting B vitamins. Again, normal doctors never ever clued me in on this, even though my lab tests would appear normal because the vitamins were there, but they were not being converted into their active form. And you can listen to my episode on lab testing to, if you haven't already, to learn about why normal ranges of lab tests are pretty much garbage. But I'm 100% sure that this inability of my body to convert B vitamins, which is super common, um, it has, I'm pretty sure it's affected me for most of my life due to having the MTHFR genetic variation, which I'll also do another whole show on eventually. And also due to the fact that I took lots of prescription medications for a very large portion of my life, including birth control pills and antidepressants. And um, I don't take those anymore after learning how much damage they were doing to my body in several ways. So now let's move on to minerals. So minerals mainly come from the earth, the soil and the water. And the minerals in the earth and the water get absorbed by plants and then into our bodies when we eat the, eat the plants or when we eat animal products that were raised on plants. So if you are a person who makes the ridiculous comments like, I don't need that grass-fed beef, just give me the regular one with all the chemicals in it. I know a lot of you still think this way, but one benefit of choosing grass-fed beef that you might be overlooking is the benefit of the minerals in the grass-fed diet. And one greatly unfortunate thing, though, is that our soil quality greatly determines the quality of our food. And sadly, our soil quality has gone down very significantly in the United States over the past few decades, past 50 years or so. And again, special, mes special message for anyone listening who thinks that glyphosate 
which is by the brand name Roundup made by Monsanto. So if you see things about uh, Monsanto lawsuits, that's what this is talking about. But another thing, I'm talking in circles here. Also keep in mind, glyphosate is not the same thing as GMOs. They are two different things. I know a lot of people lump those together. But anyway, (laughs) the quality of our soil has gone down due to crops being sprayed with glyphosate. So if you think that the, the usage of glyphosate is not hurting you, here are some statistics. Vitamin A levels in most potatoes are no longer even detectable due to the severe soil degradation from glyphosate. The vitamin C level in most potato crops has dropped 50% over the past 50 years due to the soil being degraded because of glyphosate. Also, sugar content in fruit is increasing because of the way the mineral balance has changed due to glyphosate. And in turn, this is changing our taste buds to be less likely to tolerate bitter foods. And this is also indirectly contributing to the obesity epidemic because less people are eating vegetables because of the sugar content going up, changing our taste buds. And so it's it's all a really serious mess. And yes, this is a direct result of degraded soil quality. There are fewer minerals in the soil and it's it's affecting all of us. So it's I just I want people to think about that and how it really does matter where you get your food from and the quality of that food because those those are just a few examples. But back to minerals. So minerals don't directly give us energy, but they help to build up structures in our body like bones and teeth. And they are a key factor in the enzymatic processes in our bodies that help with muscle and nerve function, with breathing and digestion. So having adequate minerals is also needed to have proper fluid balance in the body. Minerals also, this is important to note, minerals don't break down in the body. They are already in their simplest form, unlike vitamins and phytonutrients, which need to be broken down in order to be effective. But because of this fact that they don't break down, here's a little lesson if you take a multivitamin. I highly, highly suggest not going with a cheapo brand for multivitamins. And I strongly, strongly recommend staying away from the big brand names that you see at Walmart or Costco or on commercials like Centrum. Even though that's popular, it's not a great quality vitamin uh, because those types of vitamins are mineral-based. They are hard to digest. And if they're hard to digest, much less of it will actually be used by the body. And if you're going to bother taking a multivitamin at all, it's truly worth it to take a plant-based multivitamin. It might cost a few dollars more, but plant-based vitamins are going to break down a lot easier once you take them. And therefore, they're more readily absorbed in your body. So now for some info on phytonutrients, which are plants and fungi. So they're kind of this they're kind of magical in a way that they're total masters at chemical reactions. They take the soil and water and plants and sunlight and turn them all into thousands and thousands of chemical compounds. Phytonutrients are found in plants. And as we know, they have lots of potential to give us nutrition and for our health and our survival. And then there's something called myconutrients. 
not micronutrients, but myco, M-Y-C-O, myconutrients. They are found in fungi and also mushrooms and lichens. So there's actually a new movie out called Fantastic Fungi. If you want to look it up, go to fantasticfungi.com. They just had a showing in Chicago that unfortunately I wasn't able to make it, but you can go to fantasticfungi.com and see if it's showing somewhere near you. And I really hope that it makes it to YouTube or Netflix because it looks pretty cool. And it's all about this magical world of how fungi operate inside the earth. And we really don't hear much about it otherwise. So phytonutrients and myconutrients don't directly give us energy, but they do help to keep us healthy. They can help with things like inflammation, DNA repair, they can fight off bacteria and viruses, and they can help fight off free radicals, which we know can lead to cancer, and they can also influence hormone function in many ways. So they really can have a lot of medicinal benefits. You might have also heard of some mushrooms like ashwagandha and lion's mane, which are becoming really popular um, in popular ingredients in other supplements for calming the nervous system and for improving brain function. And I've got one more little category of micronutrients called zoonutrients. So think of these as a cousin to phytonutrients, but as their name implies, they can be found in animal-based foods. So these are compounds that include carnitine, creatine, carnosine, and CLA, which are pretty popular supplements, but they're also in our food. And the quality of these also depends on the health, diet, and environment of the animals that they come from. So again, just another reason to go for sources that were grass-fed, pasture-raised, or wild-caught. It really matters in getting the most high-quality nutrients possible. And again, I know there are people who think this doesn't matter, but it really, really does. And as I've mentioned several times, I have a great resource on my website for getting high-quality meats and seafood from a small farm called Wallace Farms that I greatly trust. And you can get 20% off your first order if you use the code KellyWilson20. And you can get it shipped right to your door, or you can also pick it up at different locations in Illinois and Iowa. So that you can go to wallacefarms.com and use the code KellyWilson20. And to wrap this all up for today, here's something very important that I want you to remember. Each person's need for every micronutrient will be different. And yes, that means no matter what the FDA says, that the standard daily requirement is, and no matter what your doctor tells you is normal, your individual needs might be different depending on your size, weight, the medications you take, what you eat, what you don't eat, how much you exercise, your stress level, and your DNA. So this is also a perfect reason for me to remind you that you can order lab tests all on your own from my website. And no, I'm not talking about those at-home kits. What I'm talking about is basically going to the same place where your doctor would send you to get blood, blood drawn, or you can probably even find a place that's maybe even more convenient, and you order whatever lab tests you want on the website, select the location, you pay online, you show up, and they email you the results. It's so super easy. So if you're feeling crappy and whether your doctor has ordered lab tests or not, be proactive and order them yourself. If you don't know where to start, at least go to the website. Go to the lab testing page at fitfizstudio.com and they have packages that will make it very easy for you to have a starting point and they're probably cheaper than 
if your doctor ordered them. And they always have discount codes on the website. So I, I just, I can't strongly, I can't recommend this highly enough. So um, if you get the lab tests, they're probably more in-depth than what your doctor would order. And if they're more in-depth, you're going to get more answers. And if you get more answers, you're going to feel better. So if you found this interesting, please share it with a friend, subscribe and help me get to my massive year-end goals of having 100 reviews on iTunes and 100 supporters on Patreon. And a very special thank you to my current Patreon supporters, Elise V, Tracy D, Zach R, Wendy C, Pamela P, Lindsay O, Jaris H, and Carmina S. They are all supporters at patreon.com slash Kelly Wilson. I love you for listening and for caring about your health. My name is Kelly Wilson. I am your health concierge. And until next time, breathe, stay strong, and always celebrate victory. Celebrate victory.